0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome to, I swear, the first time we've tried recording this today. I'm just kidding. We totally effed up earlier. Um, Welcome to Kramer Just Uncensored. I think you can hear this right now, but I'm not quite sure because I don't know what I am doing. As a true radio professional, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. That's all right. Uh, First things first, though. I want to call. I'm gonna try to call Holly and Miguel over here.
2: For the first book, I'll be like, I'm gonna do the official Hogwarts that website sorting hat. Yes, we will choose your house, and then we will get you all the stuff.
3: I love it. You
1: you guys are so cool. You guys are so you're so cool with Hogwarts over here.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, we are. Okay, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this ain't 2008 no moment. My- oh, wow. <laughs> Apparently, we've been a
1: day. Been hey, a day. listen, first things first, I want you to admit that you lie to your listeners. I'm over here trying to run a major market morning show, right? And I'm like, mm. hey, Miguel, can we talk to you after uh, on our Uncensored podcast? After the radio show. And Miguel's like, yeah, it's fine. We start ours about 940. I'm like, how in the world do you start a podcast if you're still doing a radio show then? Friend
3: listen we've always said this it's radio magic that oh, really? happens <laughs> yeah. much like hogwarts radio <laughs> magic. Mm-hmm. we believe in magic here yeah
1: we do good way to wrap it back around how are you guys
3: mm. ah. good good wonderful how are you all
1: oh we're good you know haven't seen a sun in days but i think it's still up there so that's cool listen i want i know we're, we're tight on time i need to talk to miguel specifically about gay um oh, okay so yeah. the big the big news today is obviously we're t- coming on the heels of Colton Underwood. And um he just came out. Of course, Colton was the bachelor what was twenty fourteen, just do you remember? No, his own season
4: 2019. No, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen oh, wow. he was the it bachelor. Was, he was on Becca season in twenty eighteen yeah. and he was on Bachelor in Paradise.
1: Now Colton just came out as gay, right? Uh, he was obviously not gay on on the Bachelor. Uh, I I'm just genuinely curious, Miguel, to kind of break this down. obviously uh, for those who don't know, Miguel is Miguel is a gay man. Um, okay. how does this how, how does this happen? Like how explain to us like the mindset of how this happened And I guess the part the only part I can't really figure out in this whole thing is how do you go forward? And present yourself as like literally the straightest man in America. Mm, you know what I mean? You. Like, like literally. There's right. not a, there's not a straighter person <laughs> like than the person that's like, I'm a single man looking to marry a woman,
4: and I'm a virgin. Right.
3: And I'm a virgin yeah. too. And I'm now going to be on a show with you know 19 to 20 women trying
4: throwing to, throwing like, themselves.
2: Yeah. At
3: yeah. And I get to go on dates and all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Like, what
1: what has happened? Do you have any insight on this? The news just broke a couple hours ago. You're the first person I thought of, because Miguel's really great at breaking these kind of things down. And I can ask questions that I feel might be a little bit ignorant, but, like, I just feel confused by this one.
3: Right. And you know what? These sort of situations are obviously very confusing if you are not gay and you've never dealt with those feelings before. Yeah. But to me, it it made perfect sense, Mm -hmm. uh, because from what I can gather, like... To be uh, completely honest, I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, so I only know about it from what Scott would give his updates at the time, and so just from sort of living through that, and so I don't know how he was, but from what I get is that he's sort of like a religious person, or yeah. faith is very important to him, yeah. and so a lot of times what I've found is that you, as a young kid, like, there was never a moment when you, Kramer or Jess or Scott or Holly, that you said, I am straight. You just knew that when you were younger, ooh, I kind of like being close to the person of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You didn't label it. Right. I always felt that way when I was growing up. I was like, ooh, I like to be close to my friend Blake. Right. I didn't understand there was nothing sexual about it. I just like to be around him. Mm-hmm. And then as you get older and you start to understand what those feelings mean, you have a choice. Not a choice in your sexuality, You have a choice on if you want to live in your authenticity. Wow. So depending upon how you grow up, if you grow up with, and I mean, to be honest, in 2021 with our generations, we know it and we can speak on it. A lot of religions don't like that. And they look down on it. The religion I grew up in was like, gay is wrong. Gay is a sin. So I would sit in church every weekend and I would hear the sermons about how homosexuality is wrong. So if you are, we all are impressionable at that age, but depending upon your personality, like maybe Colton was a really, really big people pleaser and his dad and maybe he has far- parents that are very sort of nuclear, like, ooh, you're going to be, you're our son and you're going to be the football player and you're going to. He was a football a player. Woman,
4: he was in the NFL. or
3: whatever, you know, yeah. when you're growing up. And so all those expectations are put on you mm-hmm. when you're trying to figure out, what this feeling is inside of you. And so by the time you realize and you can put a name to it, you're like, oh, my gosh, my church says it's bad. Society says it's bad. Mm -hmm. And so then you just push it down, and you're like, well, that's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's just like a feeling I get. Like, maybe everybody feels that way. I know that he did do research.
2: Like, his dad had found,
3: like, why do
2: I not want to have sex with my girlfriend in Google searches? Or, like, oh, wow. why do uh, am I gay? Like, he did those Google searches, and then his dad like, you want to talk about something? And he's like, no, don't tell mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, he wow. was just very,
2: they never talked about it. Right. And it was, uh, you know, perhaps traumatic, and he needed to, to hide that.
3: Right. I don't know. And, and that happens a lot. I mean, I have a good friend of mine that is in his, I think, late 40s, early 50s, He was married for 25 years, Mm -hmm. has two beautiful daughters, and he got to a point to where he was like, this is not my reality. Like, I did this for society Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be judged, but he couldn't live in that non-real life anymore, and so he had to come out. And so to me it makes perfect sense how someone would be, like, why did he go on The Bachelor when he was still a virgin? How do you prove that you are a man's man and you push down those feelings to prove to the world that I'm not gay? Well, you go on The Bachelor. So you think,
1: and thats I guess that's kind of where my question was coming in. I mean, do you think all of that was to try to Prove how not gay I am. Oh, y'all think I'm gay? I'm so not or gay. To Look himself? over me. I'm to the himself? best. I mean, to anybody. I mean, do what? Where does that come from? Like, it, was it to himself? Was it to his like society?
5: I like- think it was
2: to himself. Yeah. Who, who yeah. are you trying to satisfy at the end of the day? And like, if you can tell yourself you're not gay, then you won.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. I
2: think Jess was right to ask. It's, I think it was to himself, and then secondarily to anybody else, his friends, his parents, his, whoever. I don't know. But I think possibly trying. And maybe, we don't even know this could have been subconscious, he's trying to test himself. If Mm. I can find a woman out of these hot 20-something, you know, women that are literally throwing themselves at me, then, like, I can't go wrong with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I'll definitely figure
3: this out. Yeah. And, I mean, and I can tell you that before I came out, um, like, before I told the first person I ever, well, I actually started, like, on the Internet. Like, when we first got the Internet my freshman year of high school, um, and I would be in chat rooms under a different name, and I would talk to different guys, and it was like, oh, I'm gay, I'm uh, 14, and I just want to connect with other gay teens. The first time I told someone, leading up to that moment, everything in my life was about proving that I wasn't gay. Wow. Mm. Everything. Because you I mean, so, you have, so
1: like, did not want to get discovered. It was like that big of a deal to you right. that like, you're like, I'll do everything to be, to be straight. <laughs>
3: absolutely because and especially cuz i don't know how old colton is but i'm assuming he's probably in his he's, late 20s he's 29 30s, i think now yeah 29 so when you've come up in this generation where it was like half of society was like it's kind of okay yeah like for like what we consumed as teens back then like all the shows we watched on like the wb or mtv they would have the gay character and it was like okay it's kind of okay mm. but then like at the time with the politics where they were with where um, even, you know, like the liberals, quote-unquote, back in the day, were like, well, I don't believe in gay marriage. Everything was saying, do not be that person.
0: Right. And so
3: you want to prove with everything in your might that you are not gay. And so that's why you have a lot of people that end up not coming out until they're unfortunately, like, married
0: right. with yeah. kids.
3: And then they finally get to the point where they can just let go of that fear and live in their truth.
1: Do you think you're going to come out straight one day or no? (laughs)
3: Actually, you know, I've been looking at Holly all these years. Wouldn't that be wild? It's it's so funny to me
1: <laughs> that Miguel even had to come out. I mean, Miguel, Miguel and I've been friends for years now, uh, and I every now and then Miguel will post like a throwback Thursday picture or something. I'm like, how could anyone question? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> Miguel is always in a costume or in some type of performance or or something was going on over here. I don't actually, Miguel. I don't even remember the story of you coming out, um, it, it, especially to your mom. Uh, Miguel has a um, is a single mom. Um, I don't think I know that story.
3: Yeah. So I mean, and remember, like the Miguel that you see now is not the Miguel that was trying to be in the closet, right? Um, Which I, I can't even
1: imagine that. Mind. Like, what is what is the difference? By that, I need to, I need to know at trying to act straight, Miguel. Like, what goes through your head when you're like, okay, act straight, act straight, act straight?
3: Everything is ruled by it. So, wow. For instance. Um, I'm trying to think of my mindset back then. Like now, if I walk to the bathroom or if I'm just what well, we talked about this today, how like I will sashay down the hallway if I feel like it. Yeah. You know, like that's just me, whatever. I have a song in my head and I'm just sashaying whatever. I would never do that. Right. I would never uh, be too talkative. I would l- physically lower my voice. Wow. So it wouldn't be too high. I wouldn't. I remember uh, it wasn't until college, I think that I would let out that I loved pop music back then. Like Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, before I came out, I was like, Oh my God, I love incubus. Like I love, um, it's so,
1: it's so fabulous. Isn't it? They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute.
3: Those sort of descriptive words weren't used. Like, it wasn't Miguel now imitating a straight person. That's just who I was. Right. I right. had not come into my authentic self then. It was yeah. your your shield, exactly. Did and so you, everything was protecting it.
1: Did you ever have to like pretend like you were straight as in the sense of like talk about women in like a straight manner?
3: No, because I never hung around guys that would talk about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I. I lived a really weird life in high school and middle school because I lived so far away from my high school in middle school that I didn't hang out with people outside of school. So it was like we were in school, like, you know, doing work, and I would be in clubs, like student council or, you know, stuff like that. And so it never came up. And so as we got older, and like especially the kids from my church, they would be like, oh, you know, Marcus got a girlfriend, and David got a girlfriend, Orlando got a girlfriend. And I was like, well, I'm trying to get into college. I don't yeah. have time for that. <laughs> yeah. There's always a something
1: so, else. Always something else you were working on.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So, there was always, so there's always a way to hide it. So I truly feel for Colton because I can't imagine the pressure that he felt. Right. Because I remember what it felt like at fourteen or no, 15 when I finally came out to my guidance school counselor and the relief that came off of my shoulders. And I was just one kid in a little high school. So I can't imagine after you've come off of the bachelor and sure. being America's guy for, you know, that mm-hmm. season that's not your truth. It's almost right? like
1: you have so much. Yeah, every year has probably got more and more bullshit that you almost have to unravel. You know what I mean? Like, oh now, I'm, well now I'm a football player. Oh shit. Okay, I'm in the locker room. I just you know whatever. Like I love girls. It's fine. Then all oh, I'm on the Bachelor. I'm just a contestant. Oh now I'm a now I'm the Bachelor. You know, like I'm the right. guy. It's like I can't I can't imagine having that kind of stress. And so I mean, obviously we're all in the same mindset of like what a relief that must be for this man. You know, to finally be mm-hmm. able to speak his truth and be himself i mean wait so tell us i know you guys are on, on, on quick time but can you tell us the story of when you came out to your mom because miguel's mom how would you define your mom to those that uh maybe listen to our show that don't don't know anything about you
3: she is a uh colorful character <laughs> yeah. who will speak her mind a- uh, she is very outspoken in her beliefs yeah. and uh what she believes to be true and she will, uh, she will tell it like it is.
1: She's literally one of my favorite people ever um, because she is just so raw. Like, it's, she's the kind of person you can call up. We, like, call her in the middle of a morning show or something. And, like, you, you know it's going to be funny and it's just going to be uncensored. And, like, you have to be kind of nervous. You always got to be kind of on eggshells because you're not quite sure where it's going to go. <laughs> Miguel's mom also, does she still think I'm gay to this day, Miguel? Yeah. Okay. Miguel's <laughs> yeah, mom still probably, thinks that, that I'm gay. I'm almost 40 years old, by the yes. way. I mean, it could happen. It could happen, I guess. It could. Yeah, still I time. Listen. I'm waiting. I people come out in later years. What, uh, um, <laughs> what, what, what did she say when you came out to her?
3: So I was writing for an online magazine, a teen magazine, and I had written stories about discrimination and stuff like that leading up to... Uh, this article I wrote, where it was basically telling the story about how someone realized they were gay. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember, and it was obviously based off of my experience at the time. So, I remember like playing smear the queer in uh, wow. elementary school mm-hmm. um, with the other other guys, and I don't remember the article now, but it was all these little like anecdotes of like these childhood games that you would play with these awful names that when you finally realize what they mean, yeah, you're, like. Holy crap. That I'm is was f- awful that we used to play that. I never heard of that. What I've never heard, heard of that. Smear oh,
1: yeah. the queer. I don't Is that a southern thing? We go I don't know because yeah, it's it's basically it's like dodgeball, right? It's like it's like one man yeah. dodgeball.
3: If I remember correct, I think we used to like we used to play like if you had the ball like that you'd go and like tackle the person and like What? The-
5: yeah. yeah.
3: Wait, are you serious?
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah, that was a game. But in the article I talked about how this guy realized that he had been playing all these games like that and then when people started getting girlfriends in, like, early high school, he was like, well, I'm not really interested in it. And then he realizes that he's gay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how it ended, but I remember we put it in the, in the online magazine, and then I sent my mom the link to it and said, hey, what do you think? Uh, and I sent her, like, three. It was, like, one about, like, MLK, one <laughs> about the gay kid, and, like, something else about politics. <laughs> and she, like, read them all, and she was like, I really love them. I thought it was great. So the one about the gay kid <laughs> was, is that based on you? Mm. And I was like, no, 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 not at all. No, not in the least. Because I wasn't planning on coming out at the time. Like, you well, are my, ready. As
2: a parent now, I know my child. Right. Like, I, and you struggle sometimes because you want to be like, did you do this because of XYZ? And they're right. like, no. Nah. And I'm like, Bitch, I know
3: you did. <laughs> so I know
2: your mom was yeah. like, oh, I see this is him telling me that he's gay. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But at the time, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think that far ahead. And, and you
2: don't think your parent knows you the way that they do.
3: Right. And so you're like, no, I'm not gay, girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. An ex- and so then we, we hang up. We stop talking. And then um, about 30 minutes later, after I really sat and stewed in it, I was like, I need to tell her. And yeah. so then I called her and I was like, mom, that story was about me. I am gay. And she was fine. And, she, and then she was like, well, have you told anyone else? And I was like, "Yeah, I've told my counselor and a couple of friends at school." And then she got mad at me that she wasn't the first person that I had told. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's amazing.
3: I love so, you. But unfortunately, so we've got to run.
1: Yeah. We've bye. Love y'all. House. Love y'all. Bye. Y'all. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> there goes. <laughs> there goes Holly and Miguel. All right. Give us a second. I'm gonna switch back. I hope Jessica. I hope they, they could hear everything we just did. I don't even know. I feel like I'm I'm living in an alternate universe right now on this board. Anyway, um, all right. how you feel about all that? Thoughts to digest?
4: Oh, I mean, I I'm not surprised. Like I I love that how he broke everything down, but I think it makes perfect sense, especially after watching him with the franchise, how religious his family was, yeah. how close he was to his parents, and like being in the NFL, just constantly feeling like he. Had to, I think when when Miguel said that every Sunday he'd be sitting in church and you are hearing how much, how wrong, you feel how you feel is so wrong and what's going to happen to you. If you, if you, you know, are gay, if you are homosexual, like where, where you will end up. And I'm like, and I know Colton being religious, having to hear that all the time, obviously scares the shit out of you. One. Sure. And then two keeps you from being your authentic self. So I can't even imagine what it was like. And it also makes me think about watching him on bachelor in paradise and seeing how emotional he would be when he like couldn't connect with right. this, with Tia, with one of the women on the show, and like it, it, now it makes sense where that a lot of the emotion was coming from a different place. I just I can't
1: imagine the whole thing just blows my. Like when I heard it now, backstory a little bit more here to kind of get into it. Um, we had Miguel and Holly were on a time crunch, so I had to squeeze them in the beginning of the show. But I mean, I had heard actually it was my ex wife that came to me with some rumors that she had heard right before the filming of The Bachelor is that Colton had was hooking up in West Hollywood with these gay dudes and like he'd been seen doing this and doing that and so I actually brought that to the radio show mm-hmm. and y'all looked at me like I was crazy You're like there's no way he's the bachelor I I don't know like it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me it just feels like what a waste of, of your life I almost feel bad for him in a little bit like that sucks
4: yeah I'm, I'm heartbroken yeah, for him like that
1: sucks you have to come on here and act straight
4: and force yourself to like
1: make yourself feel better about who you are you mm-hmm. know Ugh. Everybody thought I was gay for a long time. People still do. People still, And I take that as an extreme compliment. Thank you very much. Gay men always have their lives much better put together. I think if you came to my house, though, you would not think that I was a gay man. Uh, Miguel's house is always immaculate. My house is not. <laughs> He's always dressed way better than me. Yeah. Um, much more fashionable. Uh, better taste in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happen to like things like The Bachelor. Um, that's really about it. My brother's gay, though. And what's so funny, have you met my brother before? No stereotypically let's play stereotypes here. Cause it's all we got to go off of stereotypically you quote unquote, couldn't tell, you know what I mean? He doesn't have some of the, the, stereotypically gay attributes that you think of. Right. Yeah. Um, and so to me though, and that's why I guess it's so, I always knew my brother was gay
4: even before he came out to you when
1: he had girlfriends. I just, I, I made a bet with my mom I was like, I bet you Brian's gay. I'll bet you ten dollars right now, he doesn't marry a woman, but he marries a man. I'm I'm a kid. I'm like ten years old. Right? Oh, really? And I'm like, I just I know it in my heart that he's gay. Mm-hmm. There's no real signs of it to like and I don't even know if I was kidding back in the day. Like maybe I was. Maybe to me it was just a joke, right? But I remember having that conversation, always just assuming that my brother was gay. And then yeah, he was college he came out, I think. 18, 19. It was hard. Growing up in the South, being gay in the South. Yeah. Nothing worse than being gay in the South. Um, so I think he struggled with the same thing until he did, he went off to college. And we had, you know, we came up a uh, progressive household, but still they're in the South. You it's know what I mean? It's still hard. Yeah. yeah. Was it that way in California? Like was gay because nowadays I feel like kids and I I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I feel like it's so accepted nowadays, I don't even know if this they have the same struggles. When it comes to coming out?
4: I'm sure they do. I think it's at a different level, but it's still difficult. Maybe with themselves. Totally, with yourselves. And also, I I don't think it'll ever be easy, and it's it's never going to not be hard because the world is made to be straight. Right. Like, yeah, I think a lot more people accept it, but everything that you look at and and all the movies and all, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no... There's no gay princess and princess story Disney has put out with. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. So it's like the, the world is... You, you don't see that. And so I think maybe until you understand it as a teen, then you know you see maybe people are more accepting of it. I do think this generation is way more accepting, but it's still unfair and it's still sad. I just
1: don't know if kids still get bullied for that kind of stuff nowadays.
4: I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure don't they know. do in other areas and stuff like that. I had a conversation with, my, with one of my friends because he... A friend of ours. Um, I basically had to have a conversation with him about him being uncomfortable if one of our close friends was gay mm-hmm. or bisexual or whatever. You know, at, at
1: your age, at my age, at twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. And the and the thing is, is because he by hit in his family in his household being gay being homo, whatever, was always the butt of the joke, was Mm -hmm. always a joke. So now that we're older and we are accepting and we are more mature, he still has to break down those barriers that his family kind of set in for him because of how he was raised.
1: Those mental structures that you've built on certain topics, people, viewpoints. And that's honestly, I would say what, And I've only, I'm 37, so I don't know. I don't know if this goes on forever, but I feel like 25 on, I'm sure you're experiencing some of this now too, is basically like unlearning all of the BS that you basically were taught as a kid. Not all of it, but a lot of thoughts that like were just kind of implanted into you. Yeah. You start to question and painfully unpack Mm -hmm. because you're like, well, wait, I mean, because you're taught, like here's, you're basically handed this book and it's like, here's how life is. And you just need to go and do this life, and that's all you got to do, and you'll be fine, right? Yeah. But as you get older, you're like, well, wait, I don't. Maybe I don't like this, or maybe I I don't like the same sex, or maybe I um, I don't feel this way about a certain race or religion, or food group or I mean or
4: maybe I don't need to allow people to speak to me this certain way or maybe I don't need to look this certain way yeah. yeah it's it's hard it's
1: just literally unpacking and it just keeps going on I don't know if it ever stops I don't know if I'll get to a point where I'm like okay cool got it all figured out but um, and um I say all this though and I have to check myself because I do live in a bubble I super live in a bubble you know like most of the people I have around me ultra liberal you know Um that's just the kind of the company that I keep and that's I, why
4: that's why to stop you and say, like, it's still going to be hard. And
1: that's what I had to figure out, you <laughs> yeah. know, because everything around me is so pro gay, pro every, you know, pro be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Everything I see is just pro gay. So then I'm like, is it hard anymore? Because it just seems so much more accepting. I, and I want to correct you a little bit because I do think that you see so much more of it in mainstream culture than you would have seen even five years ago. Totally. All the brands adopted, you know, Gay Pride Month's like huge. Oh,
4: I mean, the progress you is... Know? Yeah, there's, so, there's been so much progress So many made.
1: characters on TV are gay. Well, there's maybe not a prince or a princess yet. Um, we have... Well, who was the gay one they were so mad about recently? Beauty and the Beast. Was it live-action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, it must have been where the, um, the guy... Uh, Gaston's little guy with him was gay, you know, mm. and he was dancing with a man. At the end. They were like, "Oh, he's
4: dancing with a man!
1: He's dancing with a man!"
4: Let's, oh, really? Let's burn it down! Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: man. They weren't into it. They
4: weren't. And into it's so it. weird. And I think I've told you this before, but my perspective of people being gay is different because there's always been gay people in my family. Yeah. So I grew up with multiple uncles being out, with you know, seeing seeing my aunt in a lesbian relationship, and right. a in a loving lesbian relationship at a very young age. And so it wasn't until high school, like hearing people make fun of people and saying like bad words about somebody that, right. I, that it became apparent to me like, oh, so not everybody is cool with this. I
1: can't believe you played a game called Smear the Queer.
4: I've never, I don't even know what that is.
1: I'm going to Google it for you. I'm sure my phone's going to get flagged. <laughs> um, smear, here we go. Smear the Queer. would you like to know the origins of it? Sure. Here we go. Um, Dates back to 1969 in rural Arkansas. Um, This is way too long of an explanation. I hate when there's like long things you got to read. Um... For those that aren't familiar, S- Smear the Queer is a playground game in which one person has to keep a ball away from the rest of the group who then tries to tackle him. Uh, it's sort of like a cross between reverse tag and like, foot- and, dodgeball? and like Well, you don't really throw anything. It's more of like you just got to try to get the ball away or basically tackle the person who is, um, has the ball in their hand. They're the quote unquote queer. Okay. Which, like, why is that even a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um.
4: That's so weird. And, like, we would
1: just play it and be like, what's the, <laughs> you Me to play some of the Queer? <laughs> Dude, there's so many things I think about that I'm like, I can't even believe. Like, when I was, and I, keep in mind, I was born 83, okay? Not a lot I mean, I, I, not like I'm growing up in the, you know, post-slavery era or anything. But it was very common. And this is the first time I ever heard this, and I was like, whoa, um, ring and run as you may know it as
4: I don't even know what that is ring and
1: run would be where you run, you ring someone's doorbell you run away okay Okay. for some reason
4: doorbell ditch
1: sure same thing same thing but for some reason in my neighborhood kids called it inward knocking
4: oh my god
1: <sighs> like why
4: but like totally acceptable
1: just throw, even, the, throw the word out there
4: yeah didn't even
1: like it was nothing yeah inward knocking and I'm like even back then, it hit me as weird, right? Yeah. I grew up in a pretty, I mean, it was mostly white kids in my neighborhood. My, my high school was pretty diverse. But one of my one of my good friends growing up was a black guy. And I don't know if he was ever part of it, but it just wasn't, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you have a sense of what it means at that age, you know? Mm. I don't think you have empathy at that age. I think you're just kind of a kid and you don't understand. Yeah. You just heard that and you just repeat it back and maybe gets a reaction, which is a kid you like, you know, mm. so... We're getting off track, but uh, there you go. Miguel and Holly, everybody.
4: <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's wild. I want to talk to you about plastic surgery for a minute. Um, I, I probably need to catch this podcast up. Uh, those that have followed me for a while, this is not the first time I've shared this story. I don't want really to talk about it a lot, but it's just part of my history. But Back in 2011-ish, I had plastic surgery done. I had... Uh, I gynecomastia, which is literally breast tissue in my chest. So, you know, some guys literally have boobs. And I'm not talking about fat. They literally have like br- like breast
4: but, So why tissue. and how? It's some kind. They, I don't
1: think they know. Would you like me to educate you, Jess?
4: Mm.
1: I, don't, I honestly don't know. But I just had it. And some guys do. Um, gynecomastia. Some guys get it because of hormone. I think it's a hormone thing. Okay. So
4: it's just something that happens to your body and you don't have control over? Yeah. Okay. That's about it. Okay.
1: So yeah, you can't do anything about it. I was born that way. Yeah. a kid, you know? And mine weren't terrible, but I was super, as you can imagine, super insecure about it. Uh, Of course. As a man, the last thing you want is breast, especially as a teenager. Like now, would it affect me as much? Uh, I'm sure it probably still would, yeah, just because of like it. it would I would always have to wear a t shirt underneath it to like compress them down because I was literally embarrassed. And of course, kids made fun of me.
4: Wow, like I'd wear
1: a bathing suit, maybe like you can put a top on for that one too. And I'm like,
4: Fuck wow, man, like...
1: <sighs> um, so at about it was when I got my first big radio job before I left, there was a great plastic surgeon, surgeon in Panama City, and I was like, my actually, my uh, ex-wife had her boobs done by him. And so oh, I, no. I went and saw him.
4: <laughs> Y'all went to the same person? Yeah, the same.
1: Bo- we got the same boob job, doctor.
4: Okay, shout and, out to her. Shout right. out to her. <laughs> Respect it where it's due. Shout out to her. That's what's up.
1: Thanks for the plug. Thanks for the plug, My girl. boobs look great now. Thank
4: <laughs> you. At least she was good for that. That's cool. Hello.
1: Okay, can I get 50% of that back or not? Okay. No? Um, okay. <laughs>
4: That's kind of tight.
1: <laughs> you got it. Uh, so, okay. So that's that's phase one. Now, when I go for a consultation, by the way, it's five grand to get this done, right? It's Damn. a lot of money. No. But I was getting my first big radio job. I, I had some money saved up, and I'm like... <laughs> and
4: this is something you've been wanting for forever. a long time. Forever. I was
1: so embarrassed by yes. it. Yes. I mean, it so was... So how old were you? Uh, I would have been about 25, 26. 26, 26 so, 27.
4: So you had to be... So you were living with... With, with feeling that way about yourself and all of those insecurities 26, for twenty six years. years, never
1: wanted to take my shirt off around anybody. Ugh. never wanted to get into. Had a hard time with intimacy because I was so insecure with it. You yeah, know? like you just have to imagine as a boy with breasts, and they, again, they weren't. Some people have it very bad. Yeah, mine was not terrible, but it was definitely noticeable. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, decided so to go get it. Now while I'm, while I'm there, he's like, "Well, I mean, you're already pay- paying for the anesthesia." Like, the plastic surgery itself is, is like, not a ton more if you want to add anything else on. I'm like, well, show me a menu. Oh. (laughs) What are your specials today? Yeah. Another thing that I always hated about my face was my jawline. I have a really shitty jawline. I still do. It's not the greatest jawline ever, but it's much better. But I just held a lot of fat in my face, right? And so I was like, well, while you're at it, why don't you take a little, this little right around the jawline, right? Did you? I did. Yeah, so if I, I had literally, if you look right here, which I, when I don't have a beard, I just had a tiny little incision, and he went in and just kind of sucked out some of the fat from from under my face. Uh, did it? It was great. I mean, my, my chest still ain't great, but I, you know, I don't put enough work into it to look great. I don't know if ever be like a great chest because all they literally did was take away
4: the, the excess, the
1: ex- the tissue, the breast tissue. Right, right. I well, still gain weight in my chest, but, but, the but the
4: stuff that's not supposed to be there. Correct. Gone. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. So. Here we are. And, and, and like everyone always asks, am I glad I did it? Uh, I can't tell you because I don't know that my self-esteem got any better because of it. You know, how some people just feel like they like, like maybe you have a female friend that gets a boob job and she's like, oh my God, I feel so much better about myself. It definitely took away the insecurity of it, but do I still feel like I can walk around with no shirt on? Like, yeah, look at me, look at me. Like, no, I, I, like, my, I, I like my jawline better, I guess. Um, but the problem is and I've always I've always preached this is that it's it's more in your head than anything else like you're going to move on to some other thing and like be crazy about that too right so all that said here we go fast forward 37 years old it's been about, been about a decade right I'm really stuck on the theory of and I think you'll attest to this theory everyone says it you should just love your body right you should love your body love it the way it is right And I agree, but I don't, I don't. And I've spent almost now 40 years of my life, not ever loving my body. And I don't know why over the last couple of months, the thoughts just keeps popping in my head of like, just change it. You've worked out your whole entire life. It's never going to get any better than the amount of work you've already done. You know what I mean? I, I just hold all of my weight. Skinny ass arms, skinny ass legs, no butt, nothing. It's all just in my midsection. That's it. All my weight goes right there. That's where I gain it. That's where I lose it. Even if I look back at baby pictures of me, or even like kid pictures, I've always had like a pooch. It's just there. It's just what I am. It's what I have. But I don't like it. And here I am, more or less halfway through my life. And I'm like... I honestly, I would love to just be able to take off my shirt and like, look at myself and enjoy what I see. So would it be the worst thing in the world for me to just go do that? For me just to go ahead and bite the bullet, get like full liposuction done on my stomach, chest, everything, side, love handles just suck it all out, boom, 37 years in the making, would I finally, like, would I, would I be happy with that decision? <laughs> I want you to think what I just said. I don't want you just to give me, like, the generic answer. I want you to really I'm think not, about I'm what I'm I'm not
4: going to give you, don't assume that you know what the fuck I'm going to say all the time.
1: I'm not, but I, I know the theory. The theory is you should love your body. It does so many great things for you. I'm not disagreeing. My body, all well, it's been kind of weird. I had a lot of funky things happen to me, but it's gotten me to this point today. I got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But if I could improve it yeah. with a little help, improve it in my mind and be happy, like enjoy, not have the carrying the weight, literally, of feeling fat my whole entire life.
4: Yeah. And I'm not fat,
1: but I'm always going to have a body dysmorphic view of myself. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know I'm not fat, but I'm not, I'm not in like, you know, I'm not Colton, <laughs> Colton from The Bachelor.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess maybe I've always wanted to be that. Is that what you're trying to achieve? Not like that's that my much. That's my only issue with it. Like if you want to get liposuction, get liposuction to your body. Do, it, do whatever the hell you want to do. Like I've, that's how I've all like that's how I've always felt about it regarding other people's choices with their body. Yeah. Like if you want to get work done, that's your decision. You get work done. And I don't think it's anybody's right to reprimand you or make fun of you or tear you down for making those choices. Because I feel like that should, that should be respected. And the same respect as people being comfortable with their body and however their body looks. I think that it should be equal on both sides My only issue when it comes to those things is, and there's no way of knowing this and how you're going to react to it, is if you do it and then are you still always going to be reaching for more? Because when you say the whole Colton thing, like, I mean, Colton is shredded and he looks like a freaking Greek god, but he's been hiding himself and has not it hasn't been happy. Been for, miserable, he's been right? miserable <laughs> right. his entire fucking so life. he's
1: probably been using the gym as his escape, Do you his get body, right, right, right. So right. it's like
4: I, I think Is it? I mean, is that what
1: it is? So that's is why it? I'm not
4: sure for you. Like that's why I don't I don't know. But the thing is is like you're a healthy person and also this isn't like an escape goat either. Like it you would still continue to take care of yourself. Sure. You would still continue to be healthy. This isn't like a, you know, just pre- take the blue pill and everything Going to go away Like I think this is Something that you've Been struggling with For a really long time So if this is a Decision that you Want to make and You have the means To do it why not But it just cannot Be the solution for The self love because That's where you're Not going to get it Right I think that's just What we have to Remember and I don't Know how you're Going to feel and What it's going to Do to you
1: Am I turning into Like divorce guy Like, did I just hit divorce guy status? You know what I'm talking about? The guy that's like, oh, shit, I got to restart. Better get hot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But
4: I, I don't think it's so much being hot for other women and like for being and being hot for I a mean, partner. Like, this, is for, this is for you. Let's call it what it is. No, you want to feel attractive. And I get that. And you want to be attractive. But this is something you've been dealing with personally. For a long Forever. Time. Right. So it's, so that's, I think this is the, that's what the main issue is. That's what we have to be focusing on. It's not about like, let me be hot so I can, my profile I'll pick on Bumble is going to be fucking fire. <sighs> it would be
1: fire though. You know what? But be. It, like it's not. I'm never wearing a shirt again. I'm going to come in, every show is going to be shirtless. I'm going to be like, what's up?
4: But the thing is, I, <laughs> I think, paid what, for this. yeah, I know you paid for it, but you're going <laughs> to have to keep it up. And then is that going to do some like fucked up shit to when, if <sighs> when it. When
1: I do, if I, cause I, the thing is, y'all, listen, I go anywhere between. 170 and 215 pounds, okay? And I go up and down, up and down, up and down. So you're right. So that's the thing. Will I be constantly like, I got to keep this up? Because liposuction doesn't make you not gain weight.
4: No, it just takes away. You'll
1: just gain it in different areas. So like all of a sudden I'll have this really fat neck or something.
4: (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe
1: i go to my ass though. That'd be cool. Then I'll have like a J-Lo ass.
4: (laughs) So that's all I'm saying.
1: I don't know. First off, there's so much, there's a stigma about men getting plastic surgery, women can get a boob job, and I feel like it's 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 very much a non thing. But for a man to talk about his body insecurities, it's not a common thing. So I don't really have a lot of outlets to go to. My guy friends can't really be, like, hey, bro, you ever thought about getting liposuction? Doesn't really happen. Um, but I don't know. That's just what's going through my head. Will I do it? <sighs> probably not. If you're asking me right now, 20% chance I'll probably actually go through and do it. You know. If, if an endorsement walked through the door today and said, hey, let's go, would I do it? I might. <laughs> I might, but I don't know. I don't know. How would you feel about me in that sense? And honestly, no bullshit.
4: I told you. I don't give a fuck. You don't care. You do whatever the hell you want to do. My only, my only concern is me not wanting you to feel like like this being a band aid for you.
5: Yeah. You know? Like if
4: you wanna do this, do it. Do you. But I just don't know how you are my it Concerns me of how you would be mentally with, like, you know, okay, you got it, and then you're still like, why am I still not good? And then how that would affect you, or still like no. putting pressure on yourself of trying to upkeep it, all that kind of shit. I think, like, you know if, what I mean? If I could
1: just get lipo and then, like, I could just get like chest implants and like bicep implants. See, that's what I'm saying. Maybe an ass. <laughs> like Calf I don't, implants. My
4: only and that's another fear of mine. I'm not even gonna lie. It's I,
1: like m- to be honest, me too.
4: I don't know how if you're just gonna keep like when does it stop? And I don't I don't want you, you know.
1: Until I'm a completely robotic human.
4: That's what I mean. <laughs> so
1: I'm damn near forty years old, y'all. What am I doing with my life? I don't know. I don't know if you got some feedback on that. I, I, again I'll stick with the theory that plastic surgery doesn't change your mindset
4: no it doesn't
1: so as
4: long as we can keep that at the forefront of this decision yeah that's the only thing
1: (laughs) all right there you go you got any feedback 855 kramer jess i don't know what the hell recording or what didn't today to be honest with you low-key a little bit of a mess getting started but thank you for being here Jess, I fought us because last week we talked about doing a survey for my exes. Oh,
4: no, the boob grabbing. Did anyone ever, grabbing. did anyone call about the boob Nobody, grabbing? No, but we
1: didn't get a call specifically about it. I got so many DMs about it. What'd they say? What's so funny is you, people that have done it one way their whole life only see it that one way. There are some people that were like, What the hell is she talking about? Like, of course you just make out and touch boobs. And then you do everything else from there. Uh And then the people that weren't that way are like, what the hell? Like, Like, no, why in the hell would you touch a boob if you weren't going to have sex with her? Uh And it's just like, it's like your mentality. It was very, I wish I would have time to pull them up today. But it was very passionate on both sides of what you're quote unquote supposed to do and the normality of what you're used to because
4: the women who responded to me on Instagram were like we just put up with it it's weird as fuck yeah. like what the f- yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah what it's so funny
1: so um we'll put together a little survey for next week I'll send some exes and we can figure out their, yeah. their vibe on that uh, in the meantime we've got a lot of things you can listen to the radio show is on Mix 106.5 in Baltimore and the Odyssey app you can get it there Jess has a podcast
4: low key also on the Odyssey app and you can follow me on our social at Jess Do It at T
1: I got a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy and um, you can get me on social media Instagram at That Guy Kramer alright Love you. YouTube, it's great to see you. Thanks for being here today. You can always follow our YouTube channel at Kramer and Jess to watch this show live. Sorry for the technical issues. Love you. See you next week. Goodbye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,